0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. listen. Now, live from Chicago, the Hal Sparks radio program mega worldwide. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hal Sparks, actor, comedian, and multimedia
1: personality. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hal Sparks. All right, let's do well- this. Welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, I'm so excited. I can barely talk. It's like there's so much going on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Johnny Million. How are you? This That's is right. a lovely Saturday. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. So uh, the first the first thing Johnny asks me when we uh, get our digital hookup happening this morning
2: was. Uh, go ahead. If you bought the whole set of the trump cards.
1: Yes, and uh, and I had to admit. I mean, he got me. He caught me out in the open. I am. I invested for collectible. Yes, I I I basically put every dime I have into them. I have. uh, I'm I'm all in for 4.5 million dollars. But I got all of them, and I also entered into the sweepstakes to win a Zoom call with him, uh, and dinner, and golf, and what else. A Zoom
2: call would be like a one-on-one meeting,
1: which is like dinner without dinner. I don't know what the hell that is, but okay, Uh,
2: a one-on-one meeting. The camera going up his nose.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) um, So I'm in on all those things, and I, I feel like a winner already um that said uh settle in welcome infotainmentwars dot com um like and subscribe we are at forty five thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel, which if you'll recall a scant couple of years ago we were at less than three so and ours are real it's an interesting and thing a couple that we months
2: I mean, ago we were at forty
1: thousand yes we were it's it's there is what I would call a digital quickening happening mm, uh, ed uh it's going on it, it is. It is. There is a salve for it. Um, that said, uh, sab also s- spelled with an L and not a U. I, I don't know what who these people who think suave somehow spells SAV. I don't know what's oh, really? wrong with them. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. That's not good. I've, I've seen it on Twitter that. a lot. Um, so lots going on in the news. And I just thought we'd start out the show um, after Trump's very bad, horrible week, which if you have really? not seen my... No. My major announcement of the major announcement that I did live on my uh, on my live stream, I had to jump on. I, I was not scheduled on Thursday to go live until the afternoon, and I had to because, oh, my God, the Trump card thing was hysterical and pathetic and stupid, and and I couldn't breathe. I was doubling I was, over. I was telling
2: how I knew it would be bad, but— like I used to think, I used to get uh, scared when he would do the these like good big announcement. It's like, oh god, sure, so, like, horrible racist movement is coming,
1: right? Something gross, something that's going to torment a, a minority in our community or yeah, in the yeah. in the country and make them feel like crap. Like and, and like I I I would automatically feel bad for people that he was going to pick on at random. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And now Newsmax just hates him. <laughs> Like Dude. watching Newsmax lose their crap on him was,
1: uh, and uh, Bannon bailing on it in like thirty seconds. Like, and, and I, that. there were there were a bunch of these like like right wingers who were like, they they were like, this is it. I don't know what it is. What you know? And there were all these people who were predicting, much like they were predicting a red wave, were predicting oh. sort of a. Uh, you know, a, a MAGA wave of new information where he's, like, it's going to be his VP, he's going to be Speaker of the House up until he runs for office. Yeah, I and,
2: all of those, like, after the big disappointment. It's like, no, he's not going to do any of those things. And I was like, oh, those were on the table? I no oh, idea. they were all on the table. For 24 hours afterwards, they're like, this is it! Make
1: no mistake where you are! And, um... Yeah, right. And he, uh... And it, when it turned... All those people were teed up to watch it. That was the only thing I wish, the only thing I think would have been funnier than actually watching it myself when it launched, which I almost, I almost, I could not breathe at one point. I mean, I know I have a bit of a lingering cough, but this was next level. I was like, I'm going to need oxygen if I'm going right, to watch okay, this whole listen, video. On
2: the Super Chats, Lisa Meamore rocks already, but Jordan Mills, oh. Jordan Mills likes to be heard with a Super Chat kind of early in the show. And yeah. he says there's evidence that Trump's team stole those images from Amazon and other places. Yes,
1: yes, there are they're they're Chinese uh images from like Alibaba clothing. And they oh just photoshopped God. his his head, which by the way, is an artwork version of his head t- like a, a Photoshop meets mild painting meets mild. copy or whatever of his head that they shrunk down and put on there. He looks like one of those Apple people at the fair, you know, when people would carve apples and just Uh, let the sun cook them. Yes, it looks like that. And um, yes, so they are all Amazon, uh, but they're drop ship Alibaba account, Amazon stuff, Chinese manufacturing. Like they're they're, uh, literally like Xinjiang cotton slave labor images.
2: And he was it's, talking about like amazing art. It's just amazing art.
1: And, and that it's part of his, his uh, amazing history and it was exciting. All uh, the exciting yeah, things I've done. His life of being on the moon? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and being, in being a, like in a wrestling outfit. Even the superhero thing. Like people focus on the superhero thing, but if you look at it, he's in a wrestling ring. He's like, it's the weirdest like cultural blind spot at like old fogey moronic uh, like childish mega preacher garbage i've ever seen it was lovely so needless to say uh i um i, I bought them all i bought i bought yeah. one of each and um and i resold them for a profit uh, immediately to some ma- to some maggots on telegram and uh and they were—they thought I was the sucker for parting with them for for the low, low price of seven hundred dollars a piece, mm-hmm. without even looking for the QAnon code in them first, like the loser that I am. Now, look—we look—we ended up talking about this. Next thing you know, we're going to talk through the whole next segment about the Twitter files, which turned out to be nothing, oh, and wait, continue it to came be. Out and I missed it, dude. They're on chapter six already. They've at the six. How many six, are there? I don't. Nobody's saying. Nobody knows. Doesn't matter. They're making it up as they go along. There are no chapters. This is just what they're calling it. They they think they're John Wick movies.
2: All the harmful stuff, and I haven't even heard about it. And I'm on. That's right. Semi regularly.
1: Totally. Yeah. There's
2: because there's nothing
1: there. And they and every time they release these things, they have to admit. And we got to take a break, but they they have to admit that the Trump administration, which was the sitting presidency at the time, was asking for presidency. The Trump administration was the sitting pre- was like the currently enacted during 2020 actually in power governmental entity yeah, killer, versus man. versus Biden's campaign, which was a private political campaign with no material control over anything. We're both making similar requests to take down, um, you know, images or or uh, stop accounts that were either spoofing them or providing, you know, false like polling data. Uh, and I don't mean polling as in like percentages. I mean on like your poll has been moved if you live in this district in, in uh, Alabama or in uh, Georgia or in Arizona, right? Yeah, they those kind of accounts. Both sides were asking for that stuff to be taken down. But they're only showing the internal emails and Slack discussions from the left side of things, even while admitting the ones on the right exist. They are simply not showing them. So the illusion of fairness or the illusion of free speech or whatever is garbage. It's phony. And uh, it I I mean, you can't take it seriously because there's no there there, even when they do this. So we'll end up talking a little bit about that. But when we come back, I want to make maggots really mad. I've oh, had it up on the screen and you've been able to look at it. But I, I this is gonna make them so angry. They're gonna be furious. Yep. Maggots, get ready. Trolls settle in. This is it's gonna be a rough ride for you guys this week. You're not gonna like this at all. Uh I'm I'm getting turgid just thinking about it. We'll yeah. be back right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. <laughs> Welcome back. So, all right, I, I made a couple of promises, and this is uh, this is really going to aggravate the the maggots, the GOP. None of them are going. None of the Republicans that are elected are going to talk about this at all. But the Biden administration is refilling. The uh, strategic oil reserve of the oil that they used to affect the market during, you know, the the earlier part of this year, where uh, per per barrel, the Biden administration sold those barrels of oil at ninety three dollars a barrel. They are now buying the oil back to refill the strategic reserve at seventy two dollars a barrel, meaning that they are refilling the oil reserves to back to where they were, and they are making a profit on it. Yeah, that's right. The Biden administration not only um, helped American consumers and drivers throughout the the ar- this artificial spike in oil prices. And gas prices that we all had to deal with because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and because of the Saudis manipulating our electorate leading up to the midterm, which they were open about. Not only is he doing that, not only did he actually do the job of the presidency, which they all pretended to hate, but they would have done the exact same thing if, if it had been them in office. But he's making a profit on the entire thing. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, if I may. Uh, U.S. Department of Energy announced Friday a plan to oil uh, to add oil back to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve after a historically large release undertaken by the Biden administration. Um, after the prices went to 120, the... Um, Um, Let's see. The plan represents an opportunity to secure a good deal for Americans by repurchasing oil at a lower price than the 96 per barrel average. The price it was sold for Um, currently, oil is going for somewhere between uh, 72 and 77 dollars a barrel. Uh, Basically, they wait for it to drop near 72 on any given day, and then they just buy a chunk of it. They 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 pull a Dan they pull a Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, They just Ah. wait wait till it drops and going. Buying WTI crude at 72, and then everybody just throws paper at them. That's what they're doing. That's They're doing it every day, and it's aggravating the Saudis, and it's angering uh, the, the maggots, and it is really infuriating the rep MTGs because— By the time they have it basically up to where it was before, the prices of oil is going to continue to go down over the next few months because of demand destruction and the slowing of the Chinese economy and all kinds of other factors. And because of that, we're going to be back up to the levels that we were at. And the the Biden administration in the spring will be able to announce the profit they turned on the oil in the strategic reserve that they are now using as part of discretionary funds to pay for some big Democratic priority, which is going to be so aggravating, uh, which, by the way, will also turn a profit for the U.S. government. Like, it's so fun. Now, what's the other thing? Um, this is the other story that's uh, um Since the passing of the Chips Act and the limitations that the Biden administration has put on not just the sale of high quality computer chips to China, the kind you use for AI and targeting systems and satellites and all that kind of stuff, um, not just those, but the machines that make those chips in the first place. The the idea that you the spread between the the um the the like the coded I don't even know how to like describe it away, but the, there's a the the distance between transistors on a on a on a circuit board of this quality is measured in nanometers, and mm. and the difference between fourteen nanometers, which is insane, and eight nanometers is exponential in terms of its computing power and its uh, heat reduction and its la- its lowering of energy use. The ones that the United States has and that TSMC, the Taiwanese company, have um, and that a company in the Netherlands also has um, are four nanometers. They are the kind that you need for, like, quantum computing. China's uh, highest level ones, which they have not made themselves, they have purchased, are between 14 and 18 nanometers, and they don't always work. They're the kind of chips you find in toys, they're the kind of chips you find uh, in, not, I mean, th- they're not, compl- huh? In what?
2: Pringles cans?
1: <laughs> no, no. Those are stacked. No, those are st- those are all stacked not, in a very. I really odd form. thought I was tracking and, this conversation. And, no, and cover it in cheddar y goodness. No, that is mm. not the same. They're they're the kind of thing you find in a. In like a crap wind up dog, you know, or one of the big, like robot mm-hmm. that waddles a little bit or a how about this? You know those Santa dolls that drop trowel while singing a song and shake their butt? No. That's the that's the fourteen nanometer chip quality. Just so you know, right? Okay. Once All right. you yeah. Once you get into the 4 nanometer stuff, it, this is the, these are the computers of the future. This is the kind of stuff you get chat GPT from and all the AI that we're seeing starting to grow everywhere. Um, and China's being denied those things because they are using them for military purposes. All their companies are half owned by the government. You know, there's all sorts of reasons why, on a national security level, it makes no sense for any country in the world to just let them have this and go. Oh, we're using. Oh, we're just going to do this to make cars and and GPS satellites and stuff. When they are absolutely not. It's all being used for military uses. It's just like giving it to North Korea at this point. It's silly. And and um, the big deal was is that the you know with the Chips Act and the Biden administration, um, you know, deciding to do this this year. Um, The question was, could you get the other countries that are crucial to this online to, to participate in this as well? It doesn't do us any good if we're the only country denying them this, if, say, the Netherlands... ...who makes some of these machines is still selling them to China, right? Well, guess what? China's isolation from the global semiconductor ecosystem is almost complete. In a matter of weeks, Japan and the Netherlands are expected to join the U.S. in its construction of a silicon fence around the nation. Parallels with the Cold War and the Soviet bloc being cut off from the West provide hints as to the struggles Beijing will face in coming decades... Governments in Tokyo and Amsterdam are set to announce they'll adopt at least some of the measures the U.S. has already implemented to cut China off from the supply of semiconductor manufacturing equipment, Bloomberg News reported on Tuesday. That means chip makers in the world's second largest economy will need to beg, borrow or steal technology if they have any chance of narrowing a wide gap between the U.S., Taiwan and South Korea. Um, uh, you can kind of guess, depend, you know, considering how... Um, Xi Jinping treats the innovators in China's society how they're going to end up getting this stuff they're going to steal it. Um, the problem is uh, you can't steal support you can't steal the ability to write the software for example on it you it over and over again like every update includes um, you know, more and more complications in this kind of uh, technology. And once you're two years behind, it's, in that two years, it's easy to get 10 years behind. Sure. And, and that's the issue. So these two things, and by the way, for the record, anybody, uh, Rudy Giuliani included, who can explain to me how. Hunter Biden sold access to Joe and they walked out of there with a billion dollars and that's, and China has total control over Joe Biden. How is that at all possible considering the extraordinary And historic steps the Biden administration is taking to curtail the Chinese military's use of modern American technology for their own purposes and to slow the approach of China overtaking the U.S. economy through illicit means in the next decade, which they are not going to do. That's done now. Just count on it. Ray Dalio uh, even is turning around like a lot of these like... uh, you know, China, it, like money doves, are lunatics. Um, mm-hmm. There is no there there. Everyone knows it. It's just an absurdity. Um, until Xi Jinping and the and the CCP release the Chinese people to do what they can do amongst themselves and are free to do what they can do themselves, uh, the, there is a glass ceiling that has been put over top of the Chinese economy and the Chinese society by their own government that will stop all value and growth emerging from that country. Um, They have effectively decided to catch a bird, put it in a cage and wrap it in plastic. So it can't fly out uh, with no, uh, you know, awareness that it will kill the bird. Like this is how this is the state of affairs. Currently it's horrible. And uh, and the United States, it would doom ourselves to allow them access to the, to the level of AI technology that's available um, currently, much less the stuff that's coming in the future with that kind of attitude towards the rest of the world. Don't get me started on Han supremacy. So it's a scary notion um, that this even has to happen. But it I is
2: the first movie of the Han supremacy.
1: Was it? Yeah. No, that was uh, the wrath of Khan supremacy that you were thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I got you. Han! All right. So, um, yeah. So those two things alone. Should uh, aggravate the maggots to no end. And I guess they can always fall back on um, Biden got a prosecutor in Ukraine fired that everyone in Europe, everyone in the US Congress, and everyone in the sitting administration at the time, meaning the Obama administration, wanted fired. Dude made it happen. And bragged about it on stage in front of a, a live audience. And and Rudy Giuliani is still playing that clip on Twitter thinking he discovered like a, a hot mic moment. Like I, I, I've yet to. And P.S. in the context of all that. Donald Trump hired Paul Manafort to be his campaign chairman, and Paul Manafort was responsible directly for the deaths of My- Euromaidan protesters being shot on purpose. And Trump was aware of it at the time. I don't want to, like, it, like it's just nonsense. When we come back, uh, a little more of the, uh, the Twitter files nonsense. And then, of course, in the next hour, Philip Bittner will be joining us from Ukraine to discuss uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, it. The constant change that is happening there, the ground is starting to harden, the battles are are continuing, um, and this is an ongoing endeavor between our two countries. We'll be back right after this.
2: Welcome back to the Hal Sparks radio
1: program, Mega Worldwide. So this is just one of those weeks where just like billionaires and former billionaires and fake billionaires just lose their minds. Is that what is that what it is? Is that what the horoscope said? Like if you're if you're you're, your your star sign is billionaire, it's just like this week you'll be losing your crap. Um, Trump takes to truth social. By the way, this you want to know how well. Uh, the appointment of Jack White is do- is going. Uh, l- let me let me let's take a little tri- army. Yes. Take a you know, different guy. Uh, no. Take a take a little trip with me, if let's you will. Go. Inside the it's like the land of make make believe where, um, you know, Mr. McFeely hops on the train with us and takes us to what was the um, the woman on Mr. Rogers neighborhood who lived in basically the L.A. Forum. With the apple face, oh, she just was scared the nose? crap. Yes, she scared yeah, the crap out of me when I. Yeah, all right, come on, like, so. All right, yeah, they'll pop in. They'll tell us uh, our country is sick inside, very much like a person dying of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the crooked FBI, Lady the so-called Elaine. Lady Elaine. No, 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 yeah, no. no, 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 no. Lady Elaine was the living woman, wasn't oh, it, madam? Madam, yes. No, that's, that's, that's okay. Waylon Flowers' character. Waylon Flowers and Madam. She looked the same, though. She had the Lady same kind Elaine of... Lady
2: Elaine Fairchild, they're saying. The one with the red nose, the scary one, was Lady Elaine Fairchild? I don't think so. That was the, Isn't that the hippie chick who, who hung around,
1: you know... The, the actual person? The actual live woman who was there? Googling. All right, it's going to drive me crazy. All right, our country is sick inside, all caps, sick. Very much like a person yeah, dying of Olivia cancer. Lane. Sorry, yeah. All right, all right, thank you. One. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, the crooked FBI, the so-called Department of Justice and Intelligence, Department of Intelligence? Like He's got them both in quotes. Yeah, I don't that's know, whatever. not happening. All parts of the Democrat Party and system is the cancer. <laughs> oh. That's a lot of cancer. That's a lot of different oh, yeah. kinds of cancer. Uh, I really, these weaponized thugs and tyrants must be dealt with or our once great and beautiful country will die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? I know. Like, now, he's, uh, he, now he's what, Nostradamus? Well, and,
1: I mean, obviously, like a, 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 even a charitable reading of that is he's calling for the abject murder of just anybody in any of those groups because they are a cancer. You're not murdering. Like you're, just, you're just committing an act of chemo. Isn't that lovely? Act of chemo. Never, thanks. Never mind the fact, by the way, that uh, no one cares. Like this is not like uh, his entire feed is full of QAnon memes. There is not a single like legit person in that entire feed that's going to do a damn thing anywhere other than pop off and do themselves in or something. And it's terrible that he'll push his own people to do this kind of crap. But it's not. Amounting to a hill of beans that you know that said, um, you know we've been watching this whole well, some of us have watching this whole Twitter files nonsense come out and um, it has been I mean not to put too fine a point on it lame AF none of it is landing in any meaningful sense. All of it is a smokescreen for the the fact that the Trump administration was asking for the very same things that everybody was like, we think these accounts are violating the Twitter terms of service. And they're like, yep, we think they are, too. So we cut them off or no, they're not. So we just left them. That, that's that was the response they were getting from Twitter. Law enforcement was calling them and saying this seems like a violation of your terms of service. And these seem you know to be fomenting violence or election fraud. And they're like, yeah, we think so. Or, nah, we didn't think so, so we left it up. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. That's what it all amounts to. And and there's so much like, I believe and I feel and it's very disappointing or it's very concerning. All that kind of language about these things. When the material reality around them is nothing. Um, there's a a lot of conversation around it if you read... The, uh, you know, like how Barry Weiss, how Matt Taibbi and others talk about this stuff. They use very clickbaity language, you know, where it's like and then everybody cuts off the part where they say, if true, dot, dot, dot. Look, you have access to all of the internal conversations, all of them, every single one. So everything you show better be a smoking gun. Or why do we care? Right? I mean, this, this is like the Rudy Giuliani, uh, um, you know, Hunter Biden laptop story nonsense, where he shows this stuff up like text messages with no metadata that are visible printouts of something that, yeah, nobody could fake in Photoshop. He holds them up in front of the screen instead of putting them up on screen, doesn't allow you to source them. And then they have this like, I uh, uh, maybe you won't have to give half your money to dad like that kind of stuff like in interfamily complaints from an addict about his parents basically socking away half his money so that he doesn't snort it all <laughs> right that, yeah. that 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 is supposed to be evidence of a crime and it isn't it just isn't and and there's so much of this uh, about this that could be inflammatory and kind of titillating and exciting and oh my god the stuff behind the scenes when in reality the only way it gets even passably close to any kind of a scandal is when they actively choose to show one side of the conversation and hide the other without elon musk Handholding Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss through this whole thing and saying, here's the Slack conversations you can show, here's the ones you can't, which is the problem in the first place. The whole goal of this is to create the illusion of unfairness. And, the, it, and it wouldn't be that big a deal if it didn't endanger the lives of people who work at at Twitter and at the Department of Justice and every other place that Trump has decided to describe everyone as cancer. So, the, um, they describe in the new, a new one, and you see this quote all the time, Twitter files part six reveal FBI's ties to tech giant as if it were a subsidiary. That's on Fox News, that's in quotes. As if it were a subsidiary. Okay, well, where does that quote come from? As if it were a subsidiary. Um, That's Matt Taibbi's opinion from the first tweet, from the the second or the sixth round of the Twitter files. It is not borne out at all in what he lays out in the following tweets. There is no, there's literally nothing that says they were a subsidiary to it any more than if Coca-Cola contacted someone and said, hey, there's a fake Coke account that's saying we have arsenic in our product. Could you please take it down? And that makes Twitter an automatic subsidiary of Coca-Cola. It's like... They're playing on the infantile sort of technophobia of certain QAnon level nuts within the Republican Party and and then hiding behind a wall of, like I said, the illusion of unfairness that they are concocting on purpose. Meanwhile, there's an article I have up on the screen. Uh, at infotainmentwars.com. dot com. And of course, uh, you can subscribe there. Uh, like, subscribe, give a thumbs up, support the show. Helps us out. Patreon dot com slash housepark keeps us on the air. Uh, so give that a shot also. <clears throat> and um, there's an article in Bloomberg that that Elon Musk is seeking new Twitter investors to join him. And he's trying to get them to pay the same price he paid for all of the stock. Why, how does that make any sense to anyone? Elon Musk is seeking new investors for Twitter Incorporated at $54.20 a share, same price he paid when he took the company private. For $44 billion in October and kicked off a contentious overhaul. The managing director of the billionaire's family office, Jared Birchall, has been reaching out to potential backers this week. News site Semaphore reported on Friday. Ross Gerber, who runs Gerber Kawasaki Wealth and Investment Management, and took part in the earlier Twitter buyout, confirmed the outreach. The fundraising attempt... Follows a tumultuous stretch of Twitter where Musk has slashed jobs, upended longstanding policy and reinstated banned accounts. Just this week, the company suspended several journalists that Musk said had put his family in danger by revealing location information about his private plane. Now, uh, Aaron Rupar and others are back online after being kicked off. And then uh, did you did you see this whole drama, Johnny Million? I don't think so. Okay, so um, there was an account called Elon Jet. That that. Oh, I the, heard about this where he was tracking the private jet. Yes, he also was tracking Bezos's jet and a couple others. Oh, um, there's okay. there's one that does Putin's plane. There's uh, you know they've been around for a long time. They're online and they all have accounts on all social medias. They're on Facebook and everything. And for some reason, uh, Elon Musk, in his hyper paranoia, largely brought about by his mixing of Uh, Weed he can't handle and nootropics at the same time and uh, and decaffeinated Diet Coke, which is a terrible chemical mix for any human being and will give you marshmallow body. Uh, If you don't believe me, go look up pictures of Elon Musk swimming. And um, he looks amazing. Oh, yeah. I might have tweeted one of his pictures recently. Don't do that. You'll get put in Twitter jail. You'll be put in twit mode. <clears throat> gives you gives you give Well, that's what Tara Dublin Rocks called it. She got put in Twitmo for a week. She gets out tomorrow. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> now, um, let's, let's start with the fact that it's not worth $54 a share at all. Let's also start with the fact that since he bought Twitter, Tesla stock has lost enough money to buy Twitter <laughs> six times. Elon Musk sold $3 billion worth of Tesla stock earlier this week, largely just to cover overhead <laughs> at both companies um, to keep them from going under, to artificially inflate the stock by, you know, giving it to other people to buy on his behalf, Ugh, among other things. Just Ugh. It's just garbage. It's just, you know, w- absurd. The The... The important thing like to recognize here is that this was never a richest guy in the world flat out buying it because he's just got money sitting around. He had to leverage uh, Tesla stock to do it. In that process, that co- the value of that stock cadavered. And he it is not worth anywhere near what it used to be worth. And it's continuing to go down. Do you know how Tesla makes the majority of their money? Like the no. biggest single payday they get. It's not Cardinals?
2: Nope.
1: Try again. One more.
2: Car... uh, Like just marketing their name? Mm, Nope.
1: Um, Selling carbon credits. You know that... Yeah. You know... um, Yeah. Um, By the way, they get a giant dip from the federal government sure. for selling carbon credits and from other companies. So big polluters get to buy carbon credits from Tesla, um, and all Tesla has to do is continue to crank out cars, even if no one buys them in China or other places, because they make more money from the carbon credits for cars that they may or may not even make. So like it's, it's increasingly d- disappointing Never mind the cars that catch fire and all that kind of stuff. It's and the fact that uh, like uh, automated driving is not happening. The the remember the Tesla cab that you were going to be able to like at night oh, when yeah, you go yeah. to sleep, your your car was going to be able to roam the countryside making you money. Right. That was sure. in twenty. That was in twenty seventeen. That was like a year and a half away. At least Elon Musk puts a two-year cap on things instead of a two-week cap like Trump. <sighs> At least he's learned that lesson. Um, but that's, that's their primary moneymaker these days, Tesla, is selling carbon credits to big polluters. Again, for cars that may or may not even make it to market eventually. Unreal. Yeah. Um, and that guy while his stock is tanking for that, which he used to leverage money and loans and and partnerships with other people, because, oh man, Tesla's stock's just going to the moon, man. On and on and on and up, up, up. By the way, Tesla and SpaceX don't exist without government contracts at all. Neither one of them could could stand on their own, especially SpaceX, which is effectively a private NASA subsidiary, just like Lockheed Martin or any of the other companies that make stuff for NASA. It wouldn't exist. It's not this standalone private entity. You could argue that Blue Origin, the the Bezos company, at the very least, it, he's just doing it as a profit making thing. Like he's literally throwing these rockets up for the f of it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the same way that Richard Branson is shooting for something, you know, with the, with his uh, um, Virgin Galactic at some point. But but in the case of SpaceX, that is a that is a NASA contract. That is just just a it's a giant NASA contract. And so the idea that this guy can be like a libertarian anti-government control free speech advocate who, by the way, bounces reporters from Twitter when they when they show where his plane lands, not where he is, unless he and his family sleep at the plane, which I doubt. Yeah. Right. Where? Uh, what? Who's who cares where the plane lands? That's that's readily available FAA s- uh, data. You can track any plane that way. Um. He kicked off uh, the guy who did Elon Jet, but he did not kick off um, the Bezos one until people called him out on it. Then he yeah. started doing it you know to cover his butt but so Aaron Rupar and several others this got is all kicked just off
2: public information, but somebody's tweeting it
1: yeah and uh, Aaron Rupar and all these guys reported on the fact that not only had this guy been kicked off of Twitter, but his other accounts everywhere else were still up. they didn't violate kind of generic terms of service on other sites because nobody thinks they do. But in this particular case, because he owns Elon Musk, allegedly, that we'll have to, yeah, again, it's when you look at the money and the story behind this stuff, it's harder and harder to buy. But um, no pun intended. But he he kicked him off just because for personal reasons, He took it personally. And then he kicked off people for bringing it up and pointing out that these sites are still live on other sites but yep. it's somehow, you know, they crossed the line on his. He's not suing those other companies. And this is the telling part of it. This is how you know he's full of crap. He didn't sue Facebook to have Elon Jet taken down on Facebook because he thought it endangered his life. He just bounced it on Twitter because he felt like he, it was a power play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, anyways, all those guys came back. In about 24 hours, he did a poll, and then the, the poll, like, reinstate them now, won the first poll, and then won the second poll by more, <laughs> and so he, yeah, and so he finally brought them back. Also, if you'll notice, the Twitter files, uh, one of the reasons why you haven't heard about them is because yeah. they dropped them late on a Friday. What what do we know about news dumps late
2: on Fridays? Yeah, they're they're dropped that way, so they go under the rugs so and nobody notices.
1: Exactly. So you know they exist, maybe, but you didn't really dig into it because it's the weekend, man. Yeah. He's counting on that, and that and that will be part of the ongoing part of this is that it'll all be at buried hours of the day. They all come out late at night. They all come out at times when nobody's looking, and it's a waste of time. We gotta take a break. We'll be back right after this. I, I raced past this break. We gotta grab one. Uh, and then Philip Bitter will be joining us in the next hour. It's the Hell Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Due to budget and time constraints, all the creativity has been removed from the Hell Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide bumpers. Now, welcome back to the Hell Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide.
2: Oh yay! <laughs> uh, That's why I sound first uh, thing in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, what a lovely singing voice you must have. Um, yeah. So right now on Twitter, by the way, uh, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, has uh, responded to some of the the nonsense around the Twitter files, which is garbage. It's silly. It's it's absurd. It's a it's a bunch of goofy nonsense. Um, re- Republicans need to grow the hell up. This, uh, this, like this. On the one hand, they view the southern border as an invasion, and on the other hand, they want to play naive about foreign malign influence in our uh, social media networks and in the press and stuff. When, like, again, it goes all the way back to when CNN was just reading tweets on the air from random users with no idea where they were coming from, and. Wow. and yeah. Remember like that? Engineers. Remember back? Yeah. You're like, one of our viewers. Who says they're a viewer, dummy? That's not how this
2: works. But it's you don't content.
1: know. Right. Exactly. And it- look how hip we are, you know. So uh, this morning, uh, the FBI replies to Matt Ivy. This was uh, the FBI regularly engages with private sector entities to provide information specific to identified foreign malign influence actors, subversive, undeclared covert and criminal activities. Private sector entities independently make decisions about what, if any, action they take on their platforms and for their customers after the FBI has notified them, which is, by the way, exactly how the Twitter files read. Everything that Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss are writing out about the FBI reaching out to Twitter about any of these things all reads out exactly that way. That is exactly what happens, because in some cases, Twitter decided to take people off the account or certain accounts. I'm not even going to say they were people because we don't even know. And uh, and they're not even they're bot accounts. U.S. The idea that they're even in the United States is an absurdity. You have no idea. They, they take these accounts down or they take these articles down. And on the other hand, they leave them up. Sometimes they just go, nah, we're good. And they just leave it floating. That's exactly how it works. It's how it works with every, the, 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 the police show up and say, we think this guy who has breakfast here every morning is dealing drugs in your corner booth. Um, and we might have to bust him in front of the place. We don't want to come in here and... You know, blame you. We're just letting you know we know that's what he's doing. And um, just be aware that we don't want to scare any of your customers when we take him down when he leaves. But you don't Not have to enough. kick him out. You can. You can ask him to pay his check and get out right now. But you don't have to because we'll bust him when he gets outside. Like that happens all the time. Sure. And, and it's childish, It's in, it's infantile. To assume otherwise that you Why wouldn't you want the FBI To go hey guys uh, we're, we, we receive intercepts all the time From like drug cartels And terrorist organizations And foreign governments That are trying to wreck the United States And you might want to know that they're using These accounts and these folks And uh, you know folks like this Are being paid to do this It's up to you if you want to take them down We can't tell you what to do that would be illegal But we're letting you know And half the time Twitter said, yeah, and the other half, they said no. And it wasn't partisan. It just happens to be, it seems in some cases, if you believe Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, that there were more right-wingers who were engaged in this kind of foreign malign actor chicanery on social media than there were left-wing accounts doing it. That's it. Of course. Because, uh, you know, cops tend to go where the crime is, is the idea, in theory. Um, this cannot. is, yeah, this is the FBI's response to Taibbi right here. Um, and then, of course, this has set, sicked the, uh, um, the right wing loose on Christopher Ray as being one of the most terrible people ever to run the place. By the way, do you, do you remember who put him in charge? Oh, it's
2: got to be Trump. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was, uh, he was he he fired James Comey, and he specifically put Christopher Ray in there. Here's Matt Taibbi's tweet number ten from his original thing. <clears throat> Both parties <clears throat> had access to these tools. He means the ability to take down tweets and stuff, not calling people at at Twitter tools, although. <laughs> There's an argument there. For instance, in 2020, requests from both the Trump White House and Biden campaign were received and honored. Yeah, both sides benefiting. There's a big distinction. There's a huge distinction between both of those sides getting their requests honored. Does anybody know, anybody w- want to figure out what the difference between the Trump White House And the Biden campaign were. That what was the difference? Um, Right. What was what was the difference? Well, I'll tell you, one was in charge of the federal government. Uh And the other was not. The other had no material power to affect your rights any more than any other citizen in the country had. And again, you had a spoof account saying that Coca-Cola was full of arsenic and Coca-Cola called up and said, um, hey, can you take this account down? They're lying about our product and this is libelous and gross and we're, we're seeing if we can sue them, but they may not even be in the country. If Twitter takes it down, they're not coordinating with big soda to big deny big you your soda. free speech rights, you putz. So, um, other than that, I have no opinion. Um, right. We got to take a break. We'll be back after this. Philip Itner will be joining us. <laughs> um, and um, And he's sideways. I don't know why he's sideways, but it's fascinating. He's, 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 uh, you'll see what I mean. We'll be back right hey, after wait. this. <laughs> This is Damian Perdue of Think Theory Radio, Saturdays at 6 p.m. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Ah, uh, I thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCBT, 820. 20 yah Welcome back to the show and uh, welcome, Philip Itner, uh, joining us again from Ukraine right now where it is chilly, but he is keeping himself uh, warm and artistically satisfied, uh, both by roaming around video uh, like filming things and videoing things uh, for his upcoming vlogs and the story that he's going to end up ultimately telling after all this is over as well uh, and uh, enjoying his new artwork behind him, including Olga of Kiev, one of the uh, most B.A. women in human history. Um, huh. Right, right up there with uh, Ripley and Black Widow, and you know, uh, a- except real, and um, and then uh, of course Johnny Million is with us. Follow at Johnny Million at Philip Itner One L Two T's on Twitter for as long as it lasts. It may not be much longer, so we'll find something. But oh man, oh man, so lots to talk about. Sure, not the least of which is um, I. I would. Uh, I want to hear if there's any kind of sense uh Philip about this uh this concept of attacks from the north. We've got uh information that MI that uh that MiGs have been flying from yeah. Belarus um over Ukraine. Um that said, they seem to be leaving Belarus and flying over, towards the Donbass and around that area not out over the center of the country or anywhere else. No, they so, better not. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and then, of course, um, uh, Iran is just reporting that, uh, or, well, Russia is reporting that Iran has supplied them with more of these kind of scooter-level um, kamikaze drones, the Shekhead drones. Um, um, but it's, you know... It's not boding well for the Russians. The uh, the other thing, too, is Prigozhin's Wagner group got hit right in their oh. base. So yeah, let's two, start with that. Dead. Yeah. Because uh, we were chatting about that on Wednesday. To, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But according to we the didn't Ukrainians, have a full No, we didn't. Um, according to the Ukrainians, <laughs> they hit with the Heimars system, uh, one of the bases for the Wagner group, um, which I, it never ceases to amaze me, all the people that say that Ukraine is filled with Nazis, uh, and yet on the other side of the equation, we actually have a paramilitary group named after Adolf Hitler's favorite composer. (laughs) Right. Go go figure. Anyhow, the Wagner Group got hit by the Heimar system pretty hard at a headquarters uh, uh, station in Lugansk um, in support Mm -hmm. of the offensive that they're trying to take Bakhmut. Clearly, Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner Group, is trying to get a trophy that he can take to Vladimir Putin to show his effectiveness uh, as right. a fighting group. But because of the capability and the distance of the HIMARS, uh, they were able to smack their headquarters. Now, the Russians say, oh, you know, a handful of people died, uh, three, six, ten, whatever. Right. The Ukrainians are like, uh-uh, no, that was filled with your officer corps, and yeah. we got upwards of 200 people dead. I mean, clearly both sides i either going to downplay
1: or hype it yeah. up, <laughs> but, So you can weigh the middle of it and, and air it towards exactly. who's been the most truthful about stuff so far. Right. And you'll come out and with this probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also if you know the capacity of the HIMARS, and, and, and if you hit something with a HIMARS, uh, yeah. we have seen repeated videos of the massive damage that those things can do because they're right. so precise. And because they are, and because they are, they carry a warhead that is significant enough and they can cluster them together. And it's just, you know, it's a deadly, deadly weapon. So I would err more towards the Ukrainian side of things. But hey, look, I'm, you know, who who knows? The important thing is, in many ways, that they were able to hit the command center for the Wagner group, um, which, you know, gave them a bloody nose. No two ways about it. Now, here. Uh, now, did now, you when hear it comes to the Belarus? Yeah. Oh, sorry. What, did I hear what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the reason why they found that place in particular? Did you hear the the story Ooh, about why? Oh, goody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
0: hadn't heard this yet. I, because, I admittedly have been out filming and doing other stuff. And yesterday was crazy because we got hit so hard. Because
1: Ferguson's so Purgosin, kid um, got a cush job in the back at that place. Instead of being sent to the front or into the fighting, he got to hang around at this cushier base. They call it this place, the guest house. It was a it was like a yeah, bed and breakfast type hotel. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was it's very resort. nice. And so he put his own son in this place. He says his son is fine. There aren't any pictures, but he's telling everybody that his son is fine. Um, but he, there is a picture that they used the geolocation data from that his son put on social media of himself in front of the building with other Wagner Wagner group dudes of course of course Pogosian's
0: yeah, own son you know when that broke when that broke right the day i remember the day it broke that they yeah. hit this this and, and the first indicate the, the first thing i heard about this strike was a bunch of tankies who I, for my, because I'm a, I'm a masochist, I listen to uh, more than I should. But guys mm-hmm. who are pro-Russia, anti-NATO, uh, right, right. Westerners, they the kind of like, ooh, you know. The, uh, They're going get America, it now. Yeah, right. America's bad, and everything America yeah. does is bad, but Russia's right. great. Um, yeah, so which is the heard- weirdest
1: part of it. Like, if you're going to be I a know. doubter about – if you're going to be a doubter about governments, then at least have some consistency about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Go, like, go support New Zealand. Put yes, them, exactly. You know, they're lovely. They're lovely. Yeah. And, and if they if they don't want
0: our nuclear submarines in their, in their uh, port in Ports, uh, Auckland yep. or wherever it is, you know, then go cool. on them. Fine. I got yep. no problem with that. But if you're yep. going to tell me that Russia is better than having lived in Russia – and having seen what Russia does at war, no. uh, you're going to tell me they're they're on an equivalency level with America. Well, forget about it because I've seen yeah. what the Russians do. It's firsthand. Yeah, there's yeah, it's good there's Anyways, no, you were I've saying, seen what the Americans yeah. do. Anyhow, <laughs> so when this first broke, the, all the tankies, all the kind of anti-NATO, anti-American, like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, those dastardly Ukrainians blew up a, a resort town. They're just indiscriminately attacking stuff. And I was sitting there going, You idiots. Um, there's right. no way the Ukrainians would just decide to hit some sort of bed and breakfast or some right. sort of hotel in Lugansk. Of course, it was housing some sort of, you know, officer right. corps especially I mean, after the, Zelensky has
1: spent the spent the earlier part of the week saying we need more rounds, we need more ammunition, like you're not right. going to waste anything just doing attrition bombing unless you're yeah. Russia, which is just like we're not even sure these things will blow up on landing, so let's just chuck all of them in at, at the infrastructure. 92% of the targets they're they're hitting are are our uh, infrastructure throughout the country at this point. Um so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, by yesterday the way- <laughs> was a testament to that. But yeah. and
0: we will talk about we will talk about that dollar to dollar equivalency when we talk about the Patriots, because Patriot missile systems, uh, if indeed uh, and it does look like they're coming, uh, those yep. are expensive. They're very expensive. So you don't want the the you know, it, it has to be impressed upon the Ukrainians not to shoot the Patriots off. To take out, you know, $200,000 Iranian drones. Not that, they, mm-hmm. not that I think the Ukrainians would do that, but I think it will be very important to go, look, these systems are expensive. They are, they're really your, they're your top line. If you think a nuke is coming, yeah. you know, and we will get intelligence. Um, you know, right. dear Malcolm Nance and I have mm-hmm. sat down many times over a beer or a steak dinner. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he, lo- he loves his steak. Um, mm-hmm. and discussed this because he was actually in his military career in the naval command. He spent some time at NORAD. I believe it was NORAD, but at the nuclear uh, 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 command chain. And And he said, look, we have, because of our negotiations and our treaties and all the rest of it, we know where pretty much every nuke is. And for them to haul a nuclear warhead out of storage and put it onto a there's been a lot of talk about the, the Russians having maneuvered uh, a system which could launch a nuclear warhead. Well, that's all right. well and good except for the fact that you have to actually physically get the warhead itself, the thing mm-hmm. that is it, it, that creates nuclear fission and and creates a, an explosion. That has to be brought out of out of storage and put onto that system. So they can freak everybody out moving these these uh, these uh, you know, m- missile systems around, but if they don't have the warhead and we are so interlocked and and we know where the warheads oh, are, right. that we will be able to monitor when they pull them out, and that's not happening. So, when they get the Patriots, they must yeah. save those for the really deadly uh, potential attacks. Right?
1: Yeah, I think that... We, bre- like, we got a break to go to? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, in, okay. in about a minute. Um, and when we come back, I want to, you know, I do want to discuss kind of um the some of the language around poland that has come back and maybe explain to people um why russia thinks that's a selling point for their own people about you know Pol- poland is just waiting to invade the west of ukraine is the this weird storyline that it, it's like a zombie storyline that comes back occasionally that needs some kind sliver, of historical content
0: with a sliver of i won't say truth but a sliver of veracity that needs to be discussed, and we will talk about like it on the other histor- side. Yeah, histor- historical, no, no, we'll talk, uh, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it on the other side, but it's really interesting. It's really yep. interesting. The Russians yeah, yeah. have got it wrong, but they're not there is context, and we'll, and we'll talk That's about right
1: it. we'll talk about it. That's right. We'll be back right after this. It's the Hell Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, on WCPT Radio, Chicago's progressive talk. <laughs> I know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm gonna have to jump on uh, Garage Band and start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. And a guitar note, and then progressive and all. That. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Hey, how did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And a guitar note, and then progressive and all. That. Yeah, it's gonna be good. The House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Welcome back to the show. Um, uh, in, in a moment, we're going to talk with Philip bittner about um, this whole like Polish, nar- Poland narrative that the Russians tend to try to use as a de- divide and conquer strategy. I'm very curious about it. But to catch people up, kind of on the current state of affairs, uh, more than a hundred. Uh, Russian soldiers were wounded near Tokmok and uh, Poligiv uh, in the last 24 hours. Bakhmut and I- I Diev, um, the they keep trying to push into this area. Again, this whole idea of this like Pez dispenser money printing thing that the Wagner group is doing with recruits where they just send them to the front to get killed and then they claim the territory. And when those guys die, they say, well, we lost the territory. They don't have to re- refund the Russian government. They just do it again and get paid again, um, you know, get paid three, four times for the same piece of land. And December 15th, the enemy lost uh, a, let's see, a, a Russia's lost 100 people wounded and a cache of ammunition in Tokmak and Pelogi settlements. And uh, missile forces in the artillery defenses of Ukraine hit five personnel concentration areas, a command post and three ammunition depots um, just yesterday. This is not... Like, the, remember when we were all like, oh, my God, they're mobilizing 300,000 people. And what they're really mobilizing is a million people. And it's going to be terrible. And it has not played out that way at all. It has simply been the same thing again. And by the way, uh, if you have questions for Philip Itner in the chat room, let Johnny Million know. Um, and we'll be getting T- to those and as and we go on, too. Now, and then, the uh, yes, tag Johnny Million in those questions. And that helps. Um, OK, so Poland. Um the root of this story and why they think it has legs.
0: Okay. This is, this is, there's a lot of, uh, a lot to unpack here because uh, much of uh, Western Ukraine at one point was, uh, it's a section of the country called East Galicia. Um, Mm -hmm. If you look at the perspective of Poland and it was indeed part of the, um, it was part of Poland for, for many, many, many years. Uh, Mm -hmm. What the Russians are doing and, and if this okay, so bear with me. This gets complicated. Sure, the Russians are trying to do, as you say, a divide and conquer. That suddenly mm-hmm. Poland is going to have a land seizure uh, when the Ukrainian government inevitably collapses from the stress of this war. That Poland will use that as an opportune moment to grab uh, that land, which historically was theirs. Now the Poles have repeatedly said that those days are gone. We have no. Uh, we have no. Uh, claim on that territory. We don't want that territory. We're part of the European, uh, Union. We have no intention of expansion. That's 20th century, 19th century thinking. But of course, in typical Russian fashion, they still think that the world works that way. They still think that it's a Napoleonic land seizure, that it's just the same. They haven't, they haven't recognized the world has moved on from this kind of like, I'm just going to take this land by force of arms and and you mm-hmm. know, or by by hook or by crook, and, and that's the, the land itself is the important thing. That,
1: that was me. Sorry, that's me. Um,
0: <laughs> but but I think it's worth mentioning, and here's the really interesting point about this: is that they're almost kind of half right in that. If Ukraine does finally become a self-determining independent sovereign nation, something that has been denied because so many in Europe are deathly afraid of the massive mm-hmm. size of the country and the capability, the GDP, the sheer might of this land mass, which not only is, mm-hmm. is enormous, but also is, you've got all this great land for growing stuff, it's got industry, it's got population, it's, you know, it's going to be a powerhouse. If that right. is to join the European Union, there is a very real possibility that the balance of power on the European continent could shift from a Franco-German-dominated uh, 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 European Union or, or continent to a uh, the balance of power, the axis shifting towards the east, whereas there, there is a historic – um, there was a, there was once a uh, an empire in Europe called the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, which went, mm-hmm. went from the Baltics, if you look at your map, the Baltics on the north, which is the Baltic Sea, all the way down to the Mediterranean and then the Black Sea, used mm-hmm. to be an empire called the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, which broke apart, became part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. We're not here for a history lesson, but it's relevant. What the, what the Russians almost are twigging to and what I think a lot of people in Europe are twigging to is the fact that if Ukraine does finally break away and and, and stop being a colony of one empire or another, something that mm. many Europeans, both Western and Eastern, have been afraid of. Because this could be a very powerful country, uh, right. and I believe it will. But what the Russians aren't saying, the Russians are doing it like the Napoleonic land grab. What they really should be thinking of is, will this – be a shift in the balance of power in the European Union, right. From Berlin and Paris to Warsaw and Kiev,
1: right? Which I think is indeed uh, a I, possibility, I, well, I would,
0: but that would be right. much more benign and about commerce.
1: Yes. Also, I like. I'm sure the Polish General are hoping Russians. for this, and they do have yeah they do have a lot of uh you know historical and physical weight as far as landmass and their you know their central pivot point as far as where they are geographically that helps i think there's a, as much as Uh, There's as much of a chance, if not a stronger chance, that there's more of a Ukrainian alignment with Finland and Sweden and Estonia and Lithuania and Latvia than there is of Poland having outsized control over the Ukrainians. And it's all going to align with Europe as a greater... Like economic block anyways, because they all basically want the same stuff it's so yeah. like it, it it makes no sense for like it's not like the Polish are going to invade it makes no sense, and russia no. that that's the storyline they're putting they're they're putting it like the, that's what they're the, trying to sell they're right, trying to which sell is so the weird
0: that that Ukraine is just going to swap one colonial master for another, and it just it and also it's going to be reveals, Poland yeah, then it's going to be Poland what i mean um. it, just, it reveals their ignorance it reveals their mindset that the that that their idea that ukraine can never be anything other than a subjugated colonial uh entity and they're so wrong and and if the europeans think that they're going to have come as well right. I, i'm telling you this i'm telling you this sincerely um having spent as much time as i have in this country um yep. they are done being a col- uh, they're done being a colony
1: Sure. Sure. Well, they don't Never know what he's going to expect again. them to be. I mean, the, like, no, they don't the, the, have the, to be.
2: The it's Japanese and the Germans community. aren't.
1: Like, yeah, exactly. No. We don't care. Like, and and yeah. the interesting thing is, is that gone. the yes, and the U.S. system itself is predicated on this idea of do what you're good at, and if we can, you know, and we'll do what we're good at, and they'll do what they're good at, and we'll all just trade. That's largely how the system works. You know, when we're not talking about resource wealth, which is dying on the vine, which brings us to sort of oil and gas. The you know, I announced earlier in the show that the Biden administration is replenishing the oil they sold from the strategic reserve for at ninety-three dollars a barrel. They're buying it back for seventy-two and making a profit on the, uh, and refilling it like it's just goofy. So, and then since the idea wasn't to you know was to lower the cost of gas and and oil, not to m- make that, in, you know, initial profit on an investment in the first place. They're basically two wins out of the same effort. Um, there's a guy that, like there was, you know, Julia Davis, who we love, uh, who, you know, mm-hmm. along with like War Translated is one of the people who really breaks down a lot of, um, you know, what the Russians are talking about on Solovyev's show and, you um, What's her name? Uh, your your ex-girlfriend. Um, uh, uh, Margarita <laughs> Simeon. Yeah, Simeon, or, right. Uh, or uh, what's,
0: his, what's her... Uh, uh, oh, it's terrible. I'm gapping her. And she's, well, it's all horrible. But yeah, thank
1: goodness yes. for Julia. So there's, they have this guy come on this week, which, uh, you know, usually these, these folks are... And pretty jingoistic, pretty a lot of sable rattling, chest thumping, a lot of silverback behavior. But they bring on this dude wearing a full-on Z T-shirt on every every time he's on the show, right? And he's he was I, I guess either sent as one of their correspondents to the front lines or close to it, whatever. Or he was actually serving. But he he's quoted uh, this week as saying, "We were joking about American weapons." Let me tell you, after getting to know HIMARS and the 150-millimeter yeah, yeah, right, projectiles right. up close and personal, it's not very funny anymore. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, it's yeah, amazing those, those,
0: to me. Julia is doing mm-hmm. such a, 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 just a great service. Um, right. What I have cataloging
1: been, this for history.
0: Cataloging right. this for history. <laughs> and also now. Just so that we're aware of where their headspace is, and I yes. found that interesting, but the other thing I found interesting this entire week from them is their repeated um, uh, conversation about who are we if we are not an empire they are right. they meaning the West meaning primarily America are trying to destroy us right but then they say. Then they say that we are trying to destroy them by making them change into something they haven't been in the past. So even at some level, they themselves recognize that they will have to readdress who they are, their sense of self-worth, their sense of space and place on the global stage. Who are they if they are not the Russian Empire? If they do Mm -hmm. not have and hold territory external to what is traditionally considered Mm -hmm. Moscovy, there was a time Mm -hmm. when Russia wasn't even called Russia. It was called the Principalities of Moscovy. And if, and that's basically St. Petersburg, Rostov, this kind of European side of, of, of the Russian nation. And they are openly saying, who are we if Mm -hmm. we are not an empire? And it's it's this it's this yeah really welcome to crisis welcome of identity to, for them.
1: Welcome to the present. Yeah, that's welcome that's to the, the nature 21st of century guys. Yeah, right. Welcome to the the current international world system um, yeah. where we all have to get along, and that these old outmoded ways of just attacking people and taking what they got are dying on the vine. The United States is tired of it. We're getting out of all the you know. All of our war entanglements slowly but surely. Some of it takes some time to apparently defuse these bombs so that they don't just go off, but we're basically just retracting in this and the you know and leaving and the, Russia and China are trying to fill this gap that they think exists. But the reason the reality is America's moving out of these things not you know because we just don't want to do it anymore, but because it's unnecessary. Yeah. It is not how the future will be won, nor it, will it be how economic challenges are met in the future at all. No, you know, and well, as we move a, away from resource yeah. economies, uh, let's take a break though. Before you hold that thought, because we're going to take a break. we'll, a break. This. we'll yeah, be back. sure. Yeah.
2: So this. Week- Attention, attention, stop what you're doing.
1: Because we're coming back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Oh, my God! They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it.
2: Now let's get back with Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. (laughs)
1: Welcome back to the show. I'm just talking to Johnny Million's cat. It's what I do. Yeah. Um, by the way, before we get into the questions that have been presented by our chat room at InfotainmentWars.com, we don't need the documents. We have everything memorized. Um, so your your ex girlfriend uh or yeah, um, she said, and I thought this was one of her best quotes so far. And she said, "Why? You know, everybody's trying to figure out why are they invading? Is it to denazify and demilitarize? And is it NATO expansion? No." Simonian says, we are fighting because we are different and for our right to be different, <laughs> which is, you know, keep in mind, these are the people who don't want there to be uh, gay gay pride parades. Yeah. So. Right. OK. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's that's their, th- It's
0: their Ruskaya Dusha. It's their Russian soul that is so unique on the global stage. So
1: unique. You know? Yes, so because make, nobody in this cu- the- in, in human history has ever invaded another country just to take their stuff <laughs> and wipe them out. What a new and fascinating take on human interaction. Well, I'm well, amazed. The repeated,
0: mantra, the repeated mantra I've heard so often in the last know, month or so is, what is the world without Russia? There is no world without us. And no, it's really? kind of like, well, yeah, but who are you? It's not right. on us to decide <laughs> where you are in the, on the, uh, on the <laughs> ah! point. Who are right. you? Yeah. Right. So it's an identity crisis. Simonian, Simonian is, Simonian is really, it's so transparent when she talks about this kind of stuff because she is so terrified of like, Oh my God, we might have to look in the mirror.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like you'd have to like, you got to stand there and look at the fact that like they haven't produced anything worth a damn without the help of NASA. Um, in, you know, five decades, and if you include nuclear weapons in things that aren't worth a damn, like ever, what are you doing? What do you, you know, and it's not like they couldn't. It's not like the That's Russian bad. people themselves are incapable of t- high-level technical thought. They've just been suffocated for so long. This is so well, stupid. A deeply,
0: it's, a, it's a deeply traumatized country, and I, I mean, to be serious. Oh, come on, air, we all are. What? Oh, uh, yeah. No. We're no, Gen Xers. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, Look, look I, I agree with yeah. you. I agree with you. But, but, but there is the, Russia and Ukraine, and and they have been traumatized at their own hands by the, the by their own power elite or whatever, whatever. You know, look, all countries have this kind of stuff, but they are really, really screwed up in Russia, and it's right. It, it, it doesn't excuse a darn thing. I am not letting them no. get away with anything but they need, they need to get on the couch and spend some time with their therapist and figure out who
1: the heck they are. we got to take these questions, but it's I, the same argument I had with Tara Dublin Rocks, that at a certain point I do not believe that psychologically broken answers everything, and I think a lot of people just decide okay. at some point that the Agreed. way they get their needs met is by being awful. It is uh, that people who have uh, don't understand that there is pleasure in being terrible and have and do all the character work to keep yourself from acting on baser impulses have no idea that there are a bunch of people who aren't like dear daddy love me and what they do they're like this is how i get it and that there's a lot of those gross people in the world there you know
0: and this one quick other thing and we are going to get to the questions because i love the question so much but look at the look at the black mirror aspect of ukraine and russia where russia refuses to look in the mirror refuses to do the work refuses to get on the couch and talk to the therapist. And here in Ukraine, mm. which is equally, if not more, traumatized by the Holodomor, by the yeah. Second World War, much of which the fight the fighting was on this soil, not in Russia. Remember, really, right. it was the Soviet Union. These people at least recognize we are traumatized and we must do something about it. There are social programs all throughout yeah. this country. There are there are right now children traumatized by the fighting. I have a very dear friend who is working with a children's aid group out in the West. And they're one of their first and their priorities, their biggest priorities is, yeah, let's deal with the PTSD that these kids are suffering from, because this is the generation that will grow up in a free and independent Ukraine. And they must they must address the mental health it, issue. But Russia, well, they need to be another. psychologically
1: sound after all this stuff. You, you don't want yeah. them to just be able to destroy the future of your country, They right. don't, if, if, you know, by just wrecking so just because. The, Look, just because yeah.
0: you had Stalin, and just because you lived in a communist, and just because the Russian Orthodox Church has screwed your head up, and you lived under the czars, and your 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 history has been one of subjugation and trauma and just awfulness, it does not excuse you from some taking it out on anybody Christ else. On. Right? Yeah, taking it out on yeah. It. So get on the it.
1: Do the right. work. Do I don't care world. if George H. W. Bush was nice to George W. Bush, or if Dick Cheney's parents, ta- you know, taught him Ayn Randy and Darwinism. It, it doesn't excuse their behavior when they were in the you know presidency. And and I, I I I will vote against anyone even remotely close to that the rest of my life for that very reason. There's a difference. Yeah, so, anyways, let's grab a question. So, like, I like, because you and I will eat this up because we get, get yep, carried away over the Wednesdays. I know, we do. Yeah.
2: We do. <laughs> All right, let's do All right, it. so, can you guys hear me okay? Yep, sure can. So, you got a question from Greg Edmond. Um, please ask Phil how COVID 19 and the flu are affecting Ukraine.
0: Hmm. Still very much here. Uh, still, you know, COVID is, and, and look, it's winter. Uh, people's immunity, uh, immune systems are, are down. Uh, you know, there's still you still see, you know, folks walking around with masks. Um, but I'm also not going to uh, lie. I'm not going to you know uh, pretend that uh, folks don't have other priorities right now, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that they have light in their homes and food on the table mm-hmm. and don't freeze to death. Uh, so it's it's there. It's still very present. It's the you know, you can get immune boosters. I don't know which boosters they get, I suspect. Most of, most of the vaccines probably are European because the Russian, uh, the uh, what is it? The Sputnik is, uh, is useless. Uh, it's a, it's an old, 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 outdated one that they stole from, uh, the laboratories in Oxford, uh, before it was even completed. So, uh, they don't take the Sputnik even if they, you know, had better relations with Russia. So I'm suspecting most of the vaccines that they have here are the, uh, the European, uh, vaccines, but it's not, It's not the priority, but it hasn't gone away. Let's just put it that Mm -hmm. way. All right. Can
2: I squeeze in another one here? Yeah, yeah. So uh, from Facebook last week, Kevin Patrick asked, how much of the Navy are the Russians utilizing?
0: Well, they're utilizing quite an awful lot of it uh, in terms of what they can. Um, Their surface fleet is restricted because uh, there are – um military systems the ukrainians are using not just anti-ship uh missiles that they shoot from the coastline uh but they also have this this naval drone that they've uh almost perfected mm-hmm. and and by the mm-hmm. way western powers i have no doubt are looking at those naval drones and thinking uh, well how can we improve on that um so the ukrainians have deterrence for su- for surface level ships what they don't have deterrence for is the uh, submarine fleet um, and also, in addition to that, Russia can bring out some of its missile frigates and shoot. They, they look a lot of mm. the cruise missiles that are coming at the like that came at us yesterday and Friday uh, on Friday. Those, uh, you know, a good chunk of those come from the Black Sea. Um, a lot of them are from underwater, you know, are from submarine fleets because those aren't subject to attack from the Ukrainian systems. Um, but yes, the Black Sea is a platform. is a, It is a it is a launching pad. Uh, for a lot of the munitions that get chucked at us here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen how badly, for example, Odessa right there on the water's edge um, without time to react uh, can, is liable to be getting hit pretty hard. So, the short answer is the Black Sea is a platform from which the, the Russians do launch uh, missile systems, and it is not good, and it, uh, it, it, it they're doing everything they can to um, dissuade the Russians. But, you know, Clearly, we're still getting hit from there. Yeah. When, when do we go to cool. break? Uh, we we got got at at the quarter. One? One? We're good. One? Yeah, we, got, oh, it, we yeah. got plenty of time. Oh, we got yeah. tons of time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you're doing
2: Last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does Phil know of any Russian involvement in the attempts in Germany? The uh, the coup attempt
0: by the, uh, mm-hmm. the the guy with the triple barrel name, uh, the Baron, the, <laughs> the what's a who's a what's it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, the Russians were very much involved in that, very much involved in that. There's no doubt whatsoever. Um, there were mm-hmm. guys who had direct links to the Kremlin or the GRU, the intelligence uh, uh, arm of the Russian military. Um, we we know it for you – know, I mean the Germans know it. They, they know that that was at least in part um, uh, coordinated with or uh, propped up or supported – by the Russians. Look, there are a lot of fellow travelers in the West when it mm-hmm. comes to Russia. Even or there are there are useful idiots. But make no mistake about it, the Russians think they're at war with the entire West, mm-hmm. even before Ukraine started. I would argue that Ukraine is a byproduct of them thinking that they are already in a global war with the West, rather than them thinking that because they invaded Ukraine, that they're at war with the West. They, they are fixated on the idea that the West wants to destroy them for a variety of reasons, uh, not least of which their history, but also because Putin has decided that it's a really useful tool for th- th- him to make their population deathly afraid of yet another Western invasion of Russia in mm-hmm. their history, because then the Russian people will not, um, you know, will not fuss with the political shortcomings that the kleptocracy mm-hmm. that, that Putin has created um, uh, steals from them on a daily basis. So uh, he's been spreading this message that the West is out to get us, and uh, we better start doing something about it. Uh, and now he's, he's you know, they're, they're acting like they're at war. So they, they interfered in Germany. They interfered with us in 2016. Mm-hmm. They, interfered, they interfered with the Brexit referendum. They have tried to get Le Pen in France. Uh, 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 you know, in a position of power, uh, they have, right. they have done a lot of manipulation in Italy. Their fingers are in a lot right. of different pies because they know they can't fight a conventional war, but they can use their intelligence services to destabilize things, and they're doing right. it. Real qu- so be real aware. Quick
1: yeah, right. Real quick before we get to break, um, and we're going to take more of your, your questions at infotainmentworks.com and at tv slash sparks. If you're on Twitch, don't forget to subscribe. helps us out immensely, especially as the holidays come up and the shows get lighter because we're all away. Um, uh, interestingly, like two things. One is I still don't quite grasp why they think there's such a huge difference between Russia and... And the West in terms of it's not I mean, it would be if they were still the USSR, but they are not. And they haven't for all practical purposes, other than the imperialistic aspects of things, have no intention of going back to the these, you know, the socialist or communist aspects of things. They don't give a crap about enough of their citizens to even try. So that, I don't know why they think there's that huge difference, except for just the West is just a placeholder name for. Uh, whoever's on the other side of the resource war, they think they're fighting. The other thing is, is well, that the, de- g- the decadent yeah. West.
0: We'll go into it, but we can't sure really sure. Do it. But they, they're the yeah, whole Russian culture, the decadent West, and cultural. We don't believe in LGBT rights and this whole idea of uh, inalienable right. human rights. That's, that's yeah, it's just not butch us.
1: nonsense. Um, yeah. But the other thing is, is that um, there is a milestone that is going to be hit by Russia um, by their own accounting sometime in the next probably 48 hours, the official number of dead uh, Russians in this fight, not just wounded, but dead Russians, will top 100,000 within the next 48 hours. They are at 99,435. That's the official count. That's from seven days ago. They may have already surpassed it. I mean, it might be a lie already and blah, blah, blah. Ninety-nine. That's their numbers. Their count right now. Officially, the one that was presented to Vladimir Putin yesterday was ninety nine thousand four hundred and thirty five dead Russian soldiers. It's not it's that's not, not civilian deaths. That's not, not the, that is ridiculous. Um, and the, they are in the going in 48 hours in the space of yeah, Not even a year. We're at you know, nine months of this stuff. Ten months, yeah. Ten months. A hundred thousand yeah. people dead for nothing. A hundred thousand Russian soldiers and conscripts dead. Uh, you know, in a in a country with a demographic uh, demographic collapse problem, just like China, their 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 like child bearing years sons are being burned at an attrition rate that is ten times the more than ten times at this point the death rate of uh, of people who died in Afghanistan in a decade. Mm. They lost nine thousand some odd soldiers in a decade in Afghanistan. This is insane. It's grotesque, yeah. and and they're going to hit this number. And I'm curious what the reaction will be in the you know you know Julia Davis clips when that number crosses their threshold. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the Health Bar Radio Program Mega Worldwide. We'll be back right after this with the happy ending. I wanted to get that in before that because that's yeah. not happy at all. Not
2: happy. Today's show is brought.
0: I am happy, you are happy. Let us be happy together. Whether the weather is cloudy or sunny, I will always be a funny honey bunny. I am lucky, you are lucky. Let us get lucky together. Whether the weather is cloudy or breezy, I'll be there to say, hey, come on, let's take it easy. Because isn't it nice to have the friends that you do? And isn't it nice that the sky is so blue? And isn't it nice to say I love you? Chugga, chugga, choo, choo, woo i am smiling you are smiling let us smile together whether the weather is cloudy or stormy
1: i will still be there in the morning i'll be right by your side in the morning i'll make I hope that you like cereal. Yay. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I got so excited. I almost hit, I was like hitting the stuff on my desk just to be silly. And I almost hit my BS button, which we've got us dumped in the middle of the happy yeah. song, which not, would, have, would not have been good. So, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, Lovely wanted to cover that. Um, I, I think part of our happy ending should be that um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, concerned that sex toys are for sale um, in the ah, same no, aisle as, at as Lube at, at Target and CVS. Right. Um, so Pathetic. Yeah, so it's just... Uh, in, her,
0: in, her, in her cocktail dress with a slit upper leg.
1: You're right. The was yeah, a nightmare. Yep, yeah, but again, I'm, I'm curious to see where her funding comes from when this is all said and done. Um, yeah. yeah, because uh, she's one of these folks that... W- the QAnons wouldn't exist otherwise as well. And if you want to talk about input from, you know, these, you know, these crowds, uh, you know, from the, you know, from the Russians in terms of this, um, this, this well, is for and real. If we, and if,
0: and if we want to go keep going with the happy ending. You know, I was out yeah. today filming. Uh, there are people. Uh, it was a miserable day weather wise, but <laughs> people are still out. Buying there is a uh, Christmas Christmas. question.
2: uh, Yeah, yeah. wants to know if they're celebrating Christmas Christmas on um, December twenty fifth or in January. Well, they'll do both.
0: They'll do both because you have Orthodoxy here, and then you have Western Christianity, which you know, Protestant and Catholic uh, here Mm -hmm. in. Now they have changed the official uh, kind of state. uh, uh, they, They have. They've they've they have solidified or recognized the twenty fifth as a Christmas holiday, um, so there, there there is a there is an adoption of what they call Catholic Christmas here, uh, as right. a a statewide uh, recognized holiday, which they hadn't done in the past. You know, there are little stores selling tinsel and um, ornaments and Christmas trees. And, uh, you know, let's not forget the, ho- you know, the, the festival of lights, the Jewish community mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. Ukraine. Yes, there is a strong Jewish community in Ukraine, believe it or not. The central synagogue, I was just down there a day or two ago filming for this thing about a vlog I'm doing about the holiday season. The, the mm-hmm. festival of lights will happen. The menorah, despite the efforts of Vladimir Putin, will be lit just like the Maccabees. There will be Lights on the menorah this year, uh, mm-hmm. despite you know, yeah. trying to knock out the energy sector and, and knock out all lights. The menorah will be lit. Um, so Christmas, Hanukkah, it's all happening here. And, you know, people are there. Look, it's not a normal Christmas. No way. Right. But and it's not, you know, last year there was an enormous Christmas village down in the old city. It was beautiful. I wasn't there, but I've seen pictures. This year obviously they can't do that. Um but there there are still, you know, people selling little patron the bomb snipping dog Christmas tree ornaments. Uh there are uh there are wreaths uh beautiful. I was in a mm-hmm. I was in a, a, a under underground um uh, cuz a lot of stuff here is underground given the weather. Uh little walkways and stuff like a subterranean city almost. And there was a beautiful display of wreaths that were being sold, people putting together fir tree, you know, branches and stuff. Look, it's happening. People are conscious of the trauma and the difficulties that they're going through. They're conscious that this is not a normal Christmas, but they are still thankful for everything that they have. Their ha- their families are gathering. People will raise a glass. Um there will be joy. There will be There will be light and there will be good food and good drink Mm -hmm. and people will celebrate absolutely 100 percent with the caveat that, you know, it's hard to celebrate uh, and be as joyous as one would hope when they're going through what they're going through. But they're not going to let it keep them
1: down. No way. Great. Since 1983. Well, I'm just I'm still stuck on the idea that they get two Christmases. What the heck? It's like, yeah, Well, it, they don't get to. You get
0: you get one Christmas if you're on the Gregorian calendar, and you get another if you're in the Julian calendar because of the divide between Orthodoxy and 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 Western Christianity. So you don't celebrate both. You celebrate one or the other, usually. If you got a family, and plus, by the way, Orthodox Christmas is a very different affair than what, what the trappings that we're used to in Western um in, in western christianity it's a, a much more solemn event uh, uh, orthodox christmas um what the soviets used to do is they tried the very, they tried very hard the soviets to get away from religion so what they tried to do and in, in many ways they are actually quite quite successful at it was to change everything that was with christmas because that's religious and put it on mm-hmm. to new year's which is secular so you, sit, you right. see a lot of people, and they, they still do it in Russia really strongly. Um, but here in Ukraine, they do to a certain extent, but Christmas is taking over. Uh, they celebrate Novigod, or so New 19- Year. 19- and then all they did was just swap over stuff. Like the Russians have, instead of Father Christmas, they have uh, Grandfather Frost, who runs around with a, a, a usually a very beautiful ice maiden, and they jump over As the you fire. Do. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the whole story of, of Moroz. Grandfather Frost is that he jumps over the is it he jumps over the fire, or he waits on the other side of the fire, and the snow the snow princess the snow maiden jumps over the fire, and eventually her love and dedication to Father Frost she melts in the fire. Typical Russian stuff. Um, sure. Here in Ukraine they do Saint Nicholas. Um, Catholics and Protestants, of course, have Santa Claus. Um, you know, it's, it's, look, it's the holiday season. Everybody kind of does have a festival at, at this time of year, cultures around the world. And, um, they'll, they'll have this one too. But unless you have a family that's both, you know, maybe your father, uh, divorced and, uh, is now with a family that's Orthodox Christian, maybe you get your, your seventh, I think it's seventh of January, uh, or third of January your Orthodox Christmas, and then, you know, maybe on your mother's side, she said Catholic, and so you get that sort of thing. But that way, it's the same as if your father was Jewish and your mother was Catholic, and they split, so you get Hanukkah and Christmas. But um sweet. Generally, generally, you get one or the other. Well, yeah, because we right. all know how really cool Hanukkah gifts are, you know? <laughs> my, my, They're getting better. <laughs> yeah, I, I say this with love because my Jewish friends, when I was growing up, we'd be like, "I got the new Atari," and they'd be like, "I got a pencil box." Um, yeah, right.
1: So, I got a rock. Yeah. Right. It's a very uh, Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's my favorite.
0: But it's all good. It, look, it's all good. Whether you're Jewish or Protestant or Catholic or Orthodox or whatever it is you are, um, during this time of year, this holiday season, war cannot stop it. Putin cannot stop it. There will be. There's going to be. There's going to be pig fat solo mm-hmm. on black bread. Which I we, drive, we t- Johnny.
1: By the way, but yeah, Johnny and I it both had, and it was we spectacular. It it's, no, it's where's like that? It's
0: a heart attack. No, it isn't
1: it's tasty. N- it's tasty. N- no, it isn't. You, just you have a process. That's a that's not saturated fat. That's that's not processed. That's just treated. It's different. It's like cooked. Well. It's not. That's different. Yeah. Calm down.
0: Okay. It's you, delicious. You tell, that to my, you tell that to my heart after I've had a whole full plate of it. Um,
1: <laughs> um, while, we, uh, while you're going clear. That,
0: <laughs> yeah. Pump, 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 pump.
1: If, if um, you have a hole in your esophagus be- that goes straight to your aorta, a- a- you have bigger fish to fry than uh, pork fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right there will be there's breads there's these <laughs> lovely breads that they do oh there
1: are that's the bread's the Man. problem it's not the fat oh. it's the bread oh, it's, it's the, the carbs bread. and the sugar what it
0: is the sugars
1: lots of sugars sugar. also yeah, yeah. Oh, well don't sugar yo. your fat Lots of sugar uh, oh now oh. i'm getting hungry this no, is just wrong cool. all right one more it's question it's real it's quick be... we've got like a minute my favorite
2: question from ed's 3d tech can you ask phil if lasers are the next defense in ukraine please say yes actually
0: I wish, but no, probably not. Um, mm. I, 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 that would be great. I, I, know that the U.S. military is working with, with, uh, lasers and we were hoping mm-hmm. in Iraq that that would be developed to a point where they could just take out mortars because that was the worst thing when you're on a U.S. military base in Iraq with those darn mortars. Um, mm-hmm. we're not I'm there yet. Orders. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. You can mess up the track. Uh, well, the well, good
1: well, news well. is you can mess up the tracking on them, but you cannot True. heat them up and make no, them can. blow up. So you but can you can throw off their the tracking with a laser, um, especially if they're sure. thermal, uh, if they're thermal tracking, um, they can you can create artificial wherever you hit it thinks It should go that way. So it's just like uh, it works the same way as countermeasures. That, just throwing that out on,
0: there, and but and not here, quite and yet. And here on that, yeah. and the happy ending, as we draw to our close, yesterday we were struck with over, uh, it was 76 missiles were, were, or, or some form of ordinance was thrown at this country. And 60 of them were shot out of the air. Um, mm. it, it is not lasers, but uh, Ukrainian air defense is still, thank goodness for the, uh, look, I woke up yesterday to the sound of air raid sirens and explosions. Too close for comfort. So they right. did get thanks through. Thanks so much, guys. But, but uh, the, yeah. the Ukrainian air defense are still strong, and thank goodness for them. That's right.
1: Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Philip Bittner. Thank you, Johnny Maynard. Thank you, Chicago. We'll see you guys next week. Um, it's right. We're right at the net. Like, we just made it just under the wire. Uh, like, Take subscribe, the give a thumbs up, support the show, infotainmenthors.com, twitch.tv slash Al Sparks. Follow us on Twitter until it dies. Bye. Ouch. That actually hurt me.